The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's just a week until Christmas Eve. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, December 17th, 2021. Friday of the third week of Advent in the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint John of Martha. Born in 1160 at Faucon, Provence, he lived as a hermit for a time, then went to Paris where he received his doctorate in theology. He was ordained there in 1197, then joined Saint Felix of Valois in his hermitage. He confided to Felix his idea of founding a religious order to ransom Christian prisoners from the Moslems. And late in 1197, the two went to Rome and received the approval of Pope Innocent III for the Order of the Most Holy Trinity. The order flourished, spread to France, Spain, Italy, and England, sent many of its members to North Africa, and redeemed many captives. John died at Rome in 1213. St. John of Martha pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for catechists summoned to announce the Word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Longings. The human heart has deep longings, and all Advent has been one great longing of the people of God for the Savior, for Jesus, his first coming and his second. The Gospel today speaks of the lineage, the genealogy of Jesus. Set out in three sets of fourteen generations, we see a huge distance in time traversed by many names of people gone before us. We too have longings. Can we not say with others that our souls crave intimacy? Sometimes singles will do just about anything to get close to someone they find interesting, intriguing, or just plain irresistible. One single woman I know drives through Starbucks daily to get her dose of caffeine. One morning, as she approached the speaker to order, she noticed that the man in the truck in front of her looked very attractive. She eyed him through his rear-view mirror. Wow! Handsome! Hmm! I wonder if he's single. In a split second, she made a plan. Hi, welcome to Starbucks. What can I get for you today? Well, to start, can you do something for me? Will you ask the guy in front of me if he's available? 
You mean the guy in the truck? Sure, I'd love to. What else can I do for you? After she ordered her half-pump, no-whip, soy, venti mocha coffee, she laughed at herself and thought, What in the world have I done? She blushed as the hunky man in the truck pulled to the drive-up window. She watched as Miss Starbucks asked if he was available, and then, in a flash, she watched as he drove away. When she got to the window, she learned through Miss Starbucks's giggles that he was indeed, indeed, attached and married even. <laughs> Sometimes singles and everyone else on the planet will go to great lengths and even make complete fools of themselves to get what we all want close to someone else, to get close to someone through whom we can have intimacy of heart. The human desire for intimacy, for love, drives us to do things that we never thought we would. But why, and what is the true definition of intimacy anyway? One priest says, The word intimate comes from the Latin word intimus, which is the superlative of intus, meaning within. Intimus is that which is deepest within me. Intimacy is about sharing your life and letting another see what you are really like on the inside, your joys and hopes, your fears and anxieties. The ideas of letting someone get to know me on the inside can be frightening in as much as it makes me vulnerable. But this interpersonal sharing of people's lives is what gives depth to our loving. It is part of our human nature that we desire to be loved and to be accepted, to be appreciated. If I am to be loved deeply, I must let myself be deeply known. This is what intimacy is all about. Intimacy involves the mixing of our life with another's, a mingling of souls, a sharing of hearts. This is something we all long for, because it's how God made us. We are designed to connect. How do I connect? It seems there are so many strangers in my life, and at times I feel so alone. We go to the gospel that we've heard so many times. It's the moment for Joseph and his challenge. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, Joseph, in a dream, saying, Do not be afraid, Joseph, son of David, to take to yourself Mary, your wife, for that which is begotten in her is of the Holy Spirit and she shall bring forth a son, and you shall name him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now this came to pass, that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet might be fulfilled. Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Here we have a pair of names. We have Emmanuel, which is what is coming. God with us. And yet we do have the name, Jesus, his name. And how appropriate that is that we are given that. Because, Lord, you want us to be intimate with yourself. And what brings apart those who are strangers from those we begin to get to know? That of a name. You have given us your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. How can I build an intimate relationship with you, Lord God? How can I be open in my depths to you? Well, don't we know real intimacy can only begin once I know myself? Since the definition of intimacy means sharing and giving of myself, opening myself, 
to the other. Lord, I have to know myself to open and give of myself. Help me to pray and ponder and speak with you in my heart, Lord, about my dreams, my fears, my hopes, my desires, that I may allow you to come into my heart. It is a risk, because maybe I don't trust telling you all what is in my heart. And isn't that kind of crazy, Lord? Because, as the psalmist says, Lord, you have probed me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I stand. You understand my thoughts from afar. You sit through my travels and my rest. With all my ways you are familiar. Even before a word is on my tongue, Lord, you know it all. Like a mother, a father who knows every square inch of me and knows my personality as it develops, Lord, you know even more all the depths of my heart. Why can't I just open myself to you? When you come, and I long for your coming, I long to see your face, O oh Lord. I would see the face of a child in these, this season that approaches, that I would be able to see the vulnerability of a child and find I could be vulnerable before you, Lord. I could tell you what's in my heart. St. Josemaria said, Don't be afraid to call our Lord by his name, Jesus, and tell him that you love him. Speaking this name is my claim on a relationship with you, Lord. With Lord, you are my God. As the psalmist says, man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Lord, you have no use for some kind of formal, external submission that is hollow inside. You seek out the depths of my person. You knock at the very door of my heart. As you say, my son, give me your heart, and let your eyes observe my ways. Isn't this the way, Lord, you rule? Isn't this the way you conquer, because you manage to so easily disarm me? You conquer me, not by suppressing my desires for happiness, but by showing that without you, all the other ways lead me to a dead end. Even if I seek this in good people, honest people, I need to have my relationship with you come first. I can be intimate with others when I first am daring, daring to be intimate with you in prayer. Lord, help my prayer. When St. Teresa of Avila was nine years old, she briefly ran away from home with her younger brother, seeking to be martyred by the Moors. When her parents returned her home and demanded an explanation, she explained her motive, I want to see God. Lord, I want to see your face. I want to have this intimacy with you. Perhaps I'm like Zacchaeus, that Israelite who was in the tree, looking at our Lord from above. But Lord, you wouldn't let it stay that way. Zacchaeus, hurry down, for I must eat and stay at your house today. And he hurried down. Lord, you call me too by name. You call me to hurry to a relationship. This longing of Advent, let it bring me closer to you, to want to talk to you about everything, whatever I have in my heart. At the Last Supper, John, we can recall the scene quickly and easily, was there at the side of you, Lord, and Peter signaling to you, who is the one to betray? And John leaned back on your breast and simply and clearly asked, 
Master, who is it? Lord, as you come soon, soon, not soon enough, but it seems, as you come as a babe, one approachable, may I learn to have that intimacy to speak with you, to tell you things, to sing to you. Wonderfully, in these days, we start the seven O antiphons that come up in the Liturgy of the Hours in the Alleluia verse of the Mass from the 17th of December to the 23rd. Songs of this longing. These are encapsulated in the hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. May this be something that really moves my heart. I want this intimacy. Come, come, Emmanuel, to my heart. Help me to sing these stanzas with more insight and understanding. It is the yearning of my heart, yearning of all men and women, for we were made to connect in intimacy with you, Lord. Give me the grace to know myself and what blocks it. Give me the grace to run, run these last days of Advent to a closer union with you, a dialogue with you all the day, and especially when I sit down to gaze at your nativity scene in this time of Advent and Christmas seasons. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 17 and a half past the hour on Daybreak. On Friday of the third week of Advent, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's pray with the whole church now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God. The great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship. Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, 
and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. I am am worn worn out out with crying, with with longing longing for for my God. Save me, O God, for the waters have risen to my neck. I have sunk into the mud of the deep, and there is no foothold. I have entered the waters of the deep, and the waves overwhelm me. I am wearied with all my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes are wasted away from looking for my God. More numerous than the hairs on my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who attack me with lies are too much for my strength. How can I restore what I have never stolen? O God, you know my sinful folly, my sins you can see. Let those who hope in you not be put to shame through me, Lord of hosts. Let not those who seek you be dismayed through me, God of Israel. It is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my own mother's sons. I burn with zeal for your house, and taunts against you fall on me. When I afflict my soul with fasting, they make it a taunt against me. When I put on sackcloth in mourning, they make me a byword, the gossip of men at the gates, the subject of drunkards' songs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favor. In your great love, answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Rescue me from sinking in the mud. Save me from my foes. Save me from the waters of the deep, lest the waves overwhelm me. Do not let the deep engulf me, nor death close its mouth on me. Lord, answer, for your love is kind. In your compassion, turn towards me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer quickly, for I am in distress. Come close to my soul and redeem me. Ransom me, pressed by my foes. You know how they taunt and deride me. My oppressors are all before you. Taunts have broken my heart. I have reached the end of my strength. I looked in vain for compassion. For consolers, not one could I find. For food, they gave me poison. In my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink.
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Seek the Lord, and you will live. Seek the Lord, and you will live. As for me, in my poverty and pain, let your help, O God, lift me up. I will praise God's name with a song. I will glorify him with thanksgiving, a gift pleasing God more than oxen, more than beasts prepared for sacrifice. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all its living creatures. For God will bring help to Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah, and men shall dwell there in possession. The sons of his servants shall inherit it. Those who love his name shall dwell there. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God our Father, To show the way of salvation, you chose that the standard of the cross should go before us, and you fulfilled the ancient prophecies in Christ's Passover from death to life. Do not let us rouse your burning indignation by sin, but rather, through the contemplation of his wounds, make us burn with zeal for the honor of your church and with grateful love for you. Seek the Lord, and you will live. The Lord proclaims his word to Jacob, his laws and decrees to Israel. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord to his anointed Cyrus, whose right hand I grasp, subduing nations before him and making kings run in his service, opening doors before him and leaving the gates unbarred. I will go before you and level the mountains, Bronze doors I will shatter, and iron bars I will snap. I will give you treasures out of the darkness and riches that have been hidden away, that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. For the sake of Jacob, my servant, of Israel, my chosen one, I have called you by your name, giving you a title, though you knew me not. I am the Lord, and there is no other, there is no God besides me. It is I who arm you, though you knew me not, so that toward the rising and the setting of the sun men may know that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, there is no other. I form the light and create the darkness. I make well-being and create woe. I, the Lord, do all these things. Let justice descend, O heavens, like dew from above. Like gentle rain, let the skies drop it down. Let the earth open and salvation bud forth. Let justice also spring up. I, the Lord, have created this. Woe to him who contends with his Maker a potsherd among potsherds of the earth, 
dare the clay say to its molder, What are you doing? Or, What are you make? What you are making has no hands. Woe to him who asks a father, What are you begetting? Or a woman, What are you giving birth to? Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, his Maker. You question me about my children or prescribe the work of my hands for me? It was I who made the earth and created mankind upon it. It was my hands that stretched out the heavens. I gave the order to all their host. It was I who stirred up one for the triumph of justice. All his ways I make level. He shall rebuild my city and let my exiles go free without price or ransom, says the Lord of hosts. The word of the Lord. Let the heavens drop down gentle showers. Let the clouds rain down the just one. And And let let the the earth bring forth forth a Savior. Lord, send the Lamb, the ruler of the earth, from the rock in the desert to the mountain of the daughter of Zion. And And let let the the earth bring bring forth a Savior. The second reading from a letter by St. Leo the Great, Pope. To speak of our Lord, the Son of the Blessed Virgin Mary, as true and perfect man is of no value to us if we do not believe that he is descended from the line of ancestors set out in the Gospel. Matthew's Gospel begins by setting out the genealogy of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham, and then traces his human descent by bringing his ancestral line down to his mother's husband, Joseph. On the other hand, Luke traces his parentage backwards, step by step, to the actual father of mankind, to show that both the first and the last Adam share the same nature. No doubt the Son of God in his omnipotence could have taught and sanctified men by appearing to them in a semblance of human form, as he did to the patriarchs and prophets when For instance, he engaged in a wrestling contest, or entered into conversation with them, or when he accepted their hospitality and even ate the food they set before him. But these appearances were only types, signs that mysteriously foretold the coming of one who would take a human, a true human nature from the stock of the patriarchs who had gone before him. No mere figure, then, fulfilled the mystery of our reconciliation with God ordained from all eternity. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon the Virgin, nor had the power of the Most High overshadowed her, so that within her spotless womb, wisdom might build itself a house and the Word become flesh. The divine nature and the nature of a servant were to be united in one person so that the creator of time might be born in time, and he through whom all things were made might be brought forth in their midst. For unless the new man, by being made in the likeness of sinful humanity, had taken on himself the nature of our first parents, unless he had stooped to be one in substance with his mother while sharing the father's substance and being alone, free from sin, 
united our nature to his, the whole human race would still be held captive under the dominion of Satan. The conqueror's victory would have profited us nothing if the battle had been fought outside our human condition. But through this wonderful blending, the mystery of new birth shone upon us, so that through the same Spirit by whom Christ was conceived and brought forth, we too might be born again in a spiritual birth. And in consequence, the evangelist declares the faithful to have been born not of blood, nor of the desire of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Behold, the root of Jesse will come down to save the people. The nations will entreat him. And his name will be held in reverence. The Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And his name will be held in reverence. Let us pray. O God, creator and redeemer of human nature, who willed that your word should take flesh in an ever-virgin womb. Look with favor on our prayers that your only begotten Son, having taken to himself our humanity, may be pleased to grant us a share in his divinity, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes in conversation with God and morning prayer. All coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, December 17th, 2021, Friday of the third week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, The Lineage of Jesus from the first chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram, and Ram the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab, the father of Nashon, and Nashon, the father of Salmon, and Salmon, the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz, the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of David, the king. And David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon, the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam, the father of Abijah, and Abijah, the father of Asa, and Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat, the father of Joram, and Joram, the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah, the father of Jotham, and Jotham, the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah, and Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh, the father of Amos, and Amos, the father of Josiah, and Josiah, the father of Jeconiah and his brothers, at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, and Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of Abiad, and Abiad the father of Eliakim, 
and Eliakim the father of Azor, and Azor the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Achim, and Achim the father of Eliad, and Eliad the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar the father of Mathan, and Mathan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were fourteen generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, fourteen generations, and from the deportation of Babylon to the Christ, fourteen generations. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, as far as Scripture is concerned, Joseph was a rather quiet man. But let's take a few minutes now to think about the relationship which he must have had with Jesus and with Mary. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Joseph, we read in a sermon of St. Augustine, not only claims the name of Father, but has a greater claim to it than any other. And then he adds, how was he a father? All the more effectively, the more chaste the paternity. Some thought that he was the father of our Lord Jesus Christ in the same way as other fathers who beget sons of the flesh and do not receive them only as the fruit of a spiritual love. This is why St. Luke says, he was thought to be the father of Jesus. Why only thought to be? Because thought and human judgment refer to what is usual among men. And our Lord was not born of Joseph's seed, yet of the piety and love of Joseph, a son who was the Son of God, was born to him of the Virgin Mary. St. Joseph was deeply in love with Mary. He must have loved her so much and with such generosity of heart that when he learned of her desire to preserve the consecration she had made to God, he agreed to marry her. He would rather renounce having children than live apart from the woman he loved. His was a pure, refined, and deep love. It was full of respect with no hint of selfishness. God himself had definitively sealed their union with a new and even stronger bond, which was their joint earthly mission of bringing up the Messiah. And they had already been betrothed, which was why the angel had said, Do not be afraid to take Mary to be your wife. What kind of relationship would Joseph have had with Jesus? Joseph loved Jesus as a father loves his son and showed his love by giving him the best he had. Joseph, caring for the child as he had been commanded, made Jesus a craftsman, transmitting his own skill to him. So the neighbors in Nazareth would call Jesus both Faber and Fabri Filius, the craftsman and the son of the craftsman. Jesus worked in Joseph's workshop and by Joseph's side. What sort of man must Joseph have been and how must grace have been active in him that he was able to carry out the task of bringing up the Son of God. For Jesus must have resembled Joseph in his way of working and the traits of his character and in his way of speaking. Jesus' realism, his eye for detail, the way he sat at table and broke bread, his preference for using everyday situations in his teaching, all this reflects his childhood 
and the influence of Joseph. We stay close to Joseph as we meditate on the approaching nativity. He only asks us to be simple and humble in our contemplation of Mary and her son. There is no room for the proud in that little group in Bethlehem. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Our King will come from Zion. The Lord, God is with us, is his mighty name. Our King will come from Zion. The Lord, God is with us, is his mighty name. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness, in your compassion, Blot out my offense. O oh, wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O oh, see, In guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, and I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face, and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness, show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust, offered on your altar. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience, so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Our Our King will come from Zion. 
The Lord, the God is with us, is his mighty name. Wait for the Lord, and he will come to you with his saving power. Wait for the Lord, and he will come to you with his saving power. Let my eyes stream with tears day and night without rest over the great destruction which overwhelms the virgin daughter of my people over her incurable wound. If I walk out into the field, look, those slain by the sword. If I enter the city, look, those consumed by hunger. Even the prophet and the priest forage in a land they know not. Have you cast Judah off completely? Is Zion loathsome to you? Why have you struck us a blow that cannot be healed? We wait for peace to no avail, for a time of healing, but terror comes instead. We recognize, O Lord, our wickedness, the guilt of our fathers, that we have sinned against you. For your name's sake, spurn us not, disgrace us, not the throne of your glory. Remember your covenant with us, and break it not. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it as was, it was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Wait, Wait for, for the Lord, and, and he, he will come, come to you with, with his saving power. Eagerly I watch for the Lord. I wait in joyful hope for the coming of God, my Savior. Eagerly I watch for the Lord. I wait in joyful hope for the coming of God, my Savior. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal is merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. God devoted to us as a father you created us as a sign of your power and elected us, your people, to show your goodness. Accept the thanks your children offer that all men may enter your courts, praising you in song. Eagerly I watch for the Lord. I wait in joyful hope for the coming of God, my Savior. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearance shall he judge, nor by hearsay shall he decide but he shall judge the poor with justice and decide a right for the lands afflicted. He shall strike the ruthless with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. 
Justice shall be the band around his waist, and faithfulness a belt upon his hips. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your Your light light will will come, come, Jerusalem. The The Lord Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The The Lord Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Believe me, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you solemnly, your Savior will not delay his coming. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Believe me, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you solemnly, your Savior will not delay his coming. Let us pray to God our Father, who from of old has called his people to salvation. Lord, protect your people. You promised to plant the seed of justice among your people. Protect the holiness of your church. Lord, protect your people. Lord, teach all men and women to listen to your word. And help believers to persevere in holiness. Lord, protect your people. Keep us in the love of your Spirit, that we may receive the mercy of your Son, who is to come. Lord, protect your people. Father most merciful, strengthen us to the last. Until the day of the coming of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Lord, protect your people. To these prayers, we pause to add the intercessions of our own hearts. Lord, protect your people. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses 
as, as we, we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, creator and redeemer of human nature, who willed that your word should take flesh in an ever-virgin womb, Look with favor on our prayers that your only begotten Son, having taken to himself our humanity, may be pleased to grant us a share in his divinity, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. One more weekend to get ready, and it's coming up. Morning Air is next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.